Hey guys, welcome back to Missing Out Mondays, where we tell you what we're into. Start your week off right. I'm Tari J. I'm Lex Michael. Lex Michael, what is it that you love this week? Oh man, I don't know if I feel that enthusiastically about about anything. Oh, I feel like if I could summon that level of enthusiasm, then then my life would look very different. I would own at least six yachts. Mmm, it's too many yachts. It's, I wouldn't know what to do with them, but I'd I'd have them. <laughs> I'd have dog chasing cars. Certainly can't be on that many yachts at once, so I don't. Uh, anyway, yeah, you uh, could stack them on top of one another. Right, super yacht. It's, it's <laughs> my Gundam yacht. <laughs> Uh, stupid. So this <laughs> this week, uh, I managed to. I was a couple of weeks behind. I managed to catch up on the uh, most recent seasons of the DC CW shows. Yeah. Are you keeping up with these at all? Yes, I am. So I wanted to. I wanted to talk to you about how you're how you're feeling about these these seasons. Uh, we're talking about uh, uh, Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow. How you feel about it, especially in comparison to like last season, sort of across the board. Um, I. Uh, I guess episode, show show by show, um, I still love Legends. Um, the Flash is a bit better. Um, I stopped watching Arrow because I don't like it. That's um, fair. And Black Lightning is still good. There's some weird stuff happening in the most recent episodes, but I still like it. I'm way behind on Black Lightning. Like I'm waiting for them to, because it's it, it is absolutely inevitable port him over into the Arrowverse proper. Yeah. At that point, I'm going to have to go back. Like I watched half of season one. I'm like, I like this. And then yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I fell off of it. Um, oh, also Supergirl. Yes. I'm not a fan of. Really? Yeah. I'm really enjoying it so far. Okay. Like Supergirl in particular. Like it feels like they, I was not hot on last season. Yeah. At, at all. Um, it feels like they, we stopped going in that direction in almost every conceivable sense and we went back to what they were doing in season two yeah. i thought what they were doing really well in season two and now as far as like really really delving in specifically to uh kind of current social and political issues yeah um i like a great deal that the villain agent of liberty has pretty much the exact same backstory as bruce wayne in batman v superman mm-hmm. as if they watched that movie and they went wait a minute um this guy's he's not good like this is a this is a bad guy this is like a villain origin story yeah um i like that it's you know like he doesn't come from uh wealth and privilege the way bruce wayne does but that it's it's pretty much the same origin right down to the visuals of watching uh, a kryptonian punch their enemy into a building you know yeah um i'm liking all of that a lot. Okay. I um I I like ideas in it. I don't necessarily enjoy the execution of a lot of it. So I was talking to my roommate earlier this week about last week's episode where um the essentially Jimmy decides or James Olsen decides to that he's going to give a platform to um the the guy who is behind the mask of uh agent liberty um and i i took issue with that and that like i don't feel like someone who is a part of a marginalized group would give a platform to someone who is essentially spouting hate like i could imagine i could see the positions being reversed in that like jimmy 
is like, no, we, we can't do this. And Lena being like, I feel bad because I kind of screwed his family over. We should do this. I'm your boss. And I feel like that is more true to the, to the characters and like what we have established as opposed to it being the other way around where I feel like the writers forgot that Jimmy was black. Interesting. Um, and so like, I, I think that my main issue with this season of Supergirl is I feel like it is a little heavy handed and doesn't I could, really I could have that. a lot of the like nuance that it used to. Interesting. See, I, I feel like there's, there's enough nuance there for me. I agree that it is, it, we're hitting a lot of what we're hitting really hard. Yeah. But I feel like if the show's going to go for that stuff, I kind of appreciate that they are going to really go for it. Like, they're not going to dress it up to, like, there's aliens and whatnot, like, you know, yeah. we're, but we're being very, 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 very pointed about what we're talking about when we're talking about, you know, uh, the refugees and, and xenophobia and, like, the actual specific issues we're addressing. I kind of appreciate that they're really not pulling any punches in that regard if anything they're going like you like you're saying maybe for your taste a little too far in that direction right but i would rather i would much rather the show lean in than lean back on it gotcha so and like for that it's it's working especially now it's like it's hard it, it if if you have compassion for other people i think right now it's hard not to look at some of the things that are happening and feel a little bit angry yeah and i like that it in not pulling any punches, I like that watching the show kind of feels like almost a little bit of a primal scream in that regard. And I feel like, I mean, I as an audience member could could use a little bit of that, yeah. you know, like a show that is that is so willing to go, yeah, no, we see what's happening too, and this is horrible. So let's try and figure out how we can be better. Gotcha. Um, I really, Supergirl especially, and this was that was one of my favorite aspects of the second season as well. It's like I really, really appreciate that aspect of it yeah i agree with you um flash is a bit better it's it's still kind of too early for me to to really to know one way or the other chris klein is there yeah so that's something um i mean i for flash i i feel like i like that it feels like we're getting back to the roots of what made the flash a breakout show and that like they, they're getting back to the heart of it there it's a, more about like character interactions and and developing backstories and and all that stuff and i like that uh they found a new way to give us more metas and, and they've introduced the idea of like meta technology which i think is really cool it's an interesting idea yeah um so i like that aspect of it um i, I think some of the subplots i can take or leave mm -hmm. um but for the most part like i like that we're getting back to form how are you feeling about uh nora overall um, I think that the actress is doing a great job. Um, I think that her um, her issue she has, if you don't know and you're not watching her issue, she has an issue with Iris. Um, and I think that they now where they've gotten to, I think they did a good job of kind of settling that out. Um, at the beginning, I was I, had, I was peeved with it. Um, it just, did it seem like kind of manufactured drama a bit well so yes. nora if you don't watch the flash this is all going to be gibberish to you but nora is uh, barry and iris's daughter from the future who's also a speedster and so she's got beef with her mom because of the way when in the future they actually have their daughter is she's very uh uh restrictive and uh almost a draconian from nora's point of view yeah and it creates a lot of tension between them in in our present when she meets the woman who will eventually be her mom. Yeah. 
I so little, little convoluted. A little convoluted. I think the one other thing that I want, and this isn't this isn't like a uh, an issue. It's just like I think that me as a as a person would would have liked a little bit more hesitance that like this person is their daughter. Um, so like there's this this I don't know I don't know if you watch Young Justice. Um, I have not actually seen it. I've had people yelling at me to watch it for years, but I have not yet. Um, it's really good. Uh, when they come out with the next season, I would recommend uh, doing a trial of... It's going to be on the um, DC. It's going to be on yep. the DCU. Yeah, yeah. So I would recommend doing a trial of that and marathoning it. Um, but uh, when they discover Superboy, um, like he meets Superman and Superman's like, I don't, I don't want... I don't want to do this. This isn't, you're not my son. I'll see you later. I'm not going to talk to you. He's real weird about it. Um, and I would have liked a little bit more of that, but that's just my own personal preference. They did. They definitely got on board with this idea real quick. Oh, like so fast. Especially when like, do you remember like that one time when some guy came from the future and said he was Jay Garrick and then killed your dad? Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Never mind, Barry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but all right. So they, it's certainly not the weirdest thing that's happened to them. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I think it's, it's, again, it's literally just a personal preference just cause like, I feel like when you're, if you're, if you're able to like do a little bit of character work, um, I just, I really like those moments of like characters coming to terms with things and like, cause I feel like it's, it's more true to, both Iris and Barry, especially because it's taken them so long to get to this point that like they've gotten married and they're like just settled in. And so like to have this other thing thrown upon them, I think would have been really interesting to see them like kind of reconcile with. Um, but it kind of just happened a little quickly and, and it helped that they had Joe kind of easing them through it. Um, it just felt weird. Uh, something else worth mentioning too, like not gonna be very much Joe for the foreseeable future because I guess Jesse L. Martin hurt his back. Oh, so I think he's. I believe last I heard, he's currently on medical leave from the show, and that's why like this season so far, when you have seen him, he's mostly been sitting. Yeah, and uh, yeah, not been terribly involved because I guess I guess he's uh, gotta gotta recuperate. Yeah, that's uh, a bummer though. Like I love I love what he brings to the show. Yeah. And especially I mean, if they are, like, as it feels like they're returning to form in a lot of ways, it's just, yeah, it's a bummer that he's, obviously it's a bigger bummer that Jesse L. Martin's kind of having to deal with that. Yeah. But it's, by extension, a bummer that his his presence is currently missing from the show. Yeah. I mean, I think it will give them an opportunity to uh, do, like, do the Obi-Wan thing where, like, now that these two are acting like parents, it gives them a chance to like try to figure those things out on their own. So like maybe it's a blessing in disguise. It depends on how the writers show sure. about doing it. Um, and then Arrow's better so far than it was last season. That's what I got. Yeah. It's better so far. I mean, honestly, like if it really wasn't doing it for you, I don't think this season so far, I don't think this season was going to sway you back. Yeah. Um, but it's better. Improvement. Okay. I feel like the show probably peaked with their fifth season, which I thought was very strong yeah. pretty much throughout. Um, and now it seems like maybe we don't know where to take a lot of those pieces, but there's a new showrunner this season. So like, we, I don't know. It's like a wait and see type thing. Okay. And Legends is still a blast. Yeah. And I'm, Legends is awesome. I'm very much looking forward to this crossover too, mm -hmm. which is in, uh, as of this recording, 
a uh, couple of weeks. It's only a couple of weeks away. Yeah, I the, believe so. The Elseworlds crossover, which is going to be bringing back uh, uh, John Wesley Ship as 1990s Barry Allen from the CBS Flash series. Nice. And then also like bringing back Superman and introducing Lois Lane and uh, Batwoman. Also, and we keep like name dropping Gotham on yeah. uh, these shows now, which I think is really fun. That's that excites me. Mm-hmm. Like I've been I've been waiting for something like that for quite some time. Yeah. And then the other thing that's fun, right? Like, and then we can sort of move on from these. But uh, I don't know if you saw the news, but John Cryer is going to be playing Lex Luthor on Supergirl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would not have thought of John Cryer for that in a million years, and now I really would like to see what that looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, my roommate was telling me that he's, uh, he's apparently only like five years in difference in age from, um, uh, F- whatever the lady's name, his mom's character. Um, so that'll be interesting to be like, Time yes, travel. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm five. I'm, that's my mom. And she's like, no, no. Um, but yeah, I, I, I haven't seen that guy play a villain before. And uh, I would very much see like to see his take. Well, it's a, it's also a bit of legacy casting because he was Lenny Luthor in Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. Was he? Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. That's like Lex's nephew, I think he's supposed to be. Okay. Because there wasn't they didn't have Otis in that movie. Um, Ned Beatty, yeah. um, who was Luthor's sidekick in the first uh, couple of movies, yeah. and we have we have an Otis on Supergirl. Uh, that spoilers had an Otis on Supergirl. Um, for a second, yeah. Then we actually got like a little sliver of an Otisburg reference, which I thought was pretty, pretty great. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, uh, I'm very curious. I wanna, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what that looks like, and hopefully he'll get to go, go mano a mano with Tyler Hecklin Superman at least one time. Yeah, that'd be pretty tight. Um. All right. So I'm gonna talk about my thing. Yeah. Now. What do you, What do you like? Ooh. Uh, I'm actually into there's this podcast called more perfect the concept is it's a it's a spinoff of radio lab mm-hmm. um which is a wnyc um public access uh npr show basically um and the more perfect is specifically about cases that have gone through the supreme court and um it kind of it will sometimes take uh episodes to trace back the origin of some of the laws that we have that um, the precedent itself was set in the Supreme Court. Um, and so they did a there's third they're in their third season. Their third season is specifically a what they call the mo- most perfect album. And so what they did was they reached out to a bunch of different musical artists and they were like, hey, do you, are you guys interested in creating some music or a song? that uh, that is inspired by one of the amendments. Uh, and so these people got together and, and like essentially created, um, uh, I think it's like 35 different songs. Um, and so some of, and it's for the 27 amendments. Um, and then so the each individual episode goes through, like a, it has a little tidbit uh, 
of the song and then it'll also give you a little story relating to that amendment and and the person who made the song will talk about their connection to it and how it inspired it and it's really cool really well sound designed um a lot of very interesting stories um a lot of actually bangers um dolly parton did a song as well which was really cool um so i like i highly recommend it um both more perfect in general uh, but this third season, I feel like is really captivating, especially if you're not super familiar with all 27 of the amendments. Right. Um, it's a really cool way to get into it and, and look and do a deep dive into what they all mean and how they affect us on a daily basis. Um, and it also is a cool way to give context to this album that they created. Um, so like you hear the, the song and you hear the little tidbit and then like it connects you with the amendment. And then like, if you listen to the album itself, like you can hear the full version and, and be like, yeah, 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 yeah this is awesome. Um, so I, I really like it. All right, cool. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. You got damn better. I'm gonna beat you up if you don't. Ooh boy. Are you ready to feel these furies against your face? features so ready i you know how i love fury in my face features as you should yeah um all right well guys let us know what you're into uh hit us up at missing outcast that's m-i-s-s-i-n-g-o-u-t-c-a-s-t or you could hit up the missing out hotline which is 978 miss out leave us a voicemail let us know what you're into or what you think about things that we talked about recently whether it be more perfect or the mcu or something to that effect let us know guys keep in touch um uh, but if you want to talk to us as individuals, Lex Michael, where can they find you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at the Lex Michael. Nice. And you can find me at Tari J. That's T A U R I J A Y. Uh, and make sure to tune in tomorrow where we're going to be talking about Soul Food, the 1997 uh, sweet, sweet movie about food and family. Uh, so check it out, guys, and we will see you tomorrow.